So if you're on Substack, 
every uh, 30th, you'll get a free version, like a chapter from the Separation of Business and State. But uh, if you're a member, you get it on the first of the month and the 30th. So you'll be able to get through the book twice as fast. Uh, and nothing comes on the first if you're not a member. So I think they're on chapter five or six right now. Well, tomorrow, all the members will get a new chapter. Everyone else will have to wait another 30 days. But there's that on Substack. Over in uh, Disconnected Universe, Bizarro World, Clown World, uh, what other names does it have? Just the idiots at the helm. We have our uh, commander in chief, Mr. Mr. Magoo, uh, Joe Biden, <clears throat> has issued an ultimatum to the Russians. He says <laughs> he's he wants the unconditional surrender, or else, or else what? You're gonna lose more territory and uh, more dead Ukrainians and waste a bunch of money and wreck your economy and wreck totally destroy Europe. What? What universe does this guy live in? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I want I unconditional know. surrender from Russia. I think, whoa, whoa, wait, yeah. Do you think you're winning this war? Are you getting briefed from Twitter and TikTok? On what measuring stick is Russia losing this war? They're not running out of ammo well, and guys and all the crap they've said the whole time. You know who is, though, the other side. Huh. They're losing the war in the media, the war for the hearts and minds of every Western citizen across the universe. And here's the thing. They are going to win the war in the media because the media has sat there and lied this whole time. It's not going to match reality. And then suddenly when they're all, you know, pushed Ukraine all the way back to the Dnieper River, people are going to go, but, but I thought we were winning. And go, no, you were being lied to the whole time. We told you you were being lied to the whole time. Stop trusting the media. But I don't know if that'll work or not because look at the COVID stuff, right? Sweden never shut down, never anything. Nothing happened to them. And now most of the world outside of China and Japan have gotten rid of masks. They stopped doing theater, reopening businesses. Rona is still out there. I'm wondering what the cognitive dissonance is. There's something Andrew Tate brought up too on Tucker Carlson. And it's something we've said before many times. What's the excuse going to be when they finally get up and Rona's still there and vaccines don't work? They don't stop contagiency. They don't stop death. They don't stop. They don't do anything. It's just a waste of money and actually uh, can be quite harmful to people. What are they going to do when, they, when the masks come off and they realize, yeah, I've been walking around like a jackass? Wearing a mask for two years, and it doesn't do anything. And now the CDC admits it. Yeah, we oops. You know, guess guess that didn't matter. We restricted your breathing and got rid of sports and put masks on children for years. Can't see someone smile. Hard to hear someone talk. For what? For a panic? It's an obedience test, a compliance test. Is all it was. People lost their jobs, right? Especially in hospitals and the military. That people couldn't get their 401k, like you got to get a vaccine, or they use that as an excuse to not have to pay people. People adamantly did not want one, especially a lot of uh, nurses and doctors, because they're the ones administering it. And they see people coming in with blood clots, having heart attacks at 40 years old, you know, 
myocarditis for all these children. And they know that it's related to the quote-unquote mRNA therapy that they call vaccines. But it didn't matter. When it comes to Ukraine, it, you know, when Russia's all, you know, takes Odessa, and they're going to go, oh, but, but Twitter said they're, they're running out of ammo and have no morale. And Ukraine is just, you know, remember that time? I remember talking about this on JF, too. Ukraine put a, a blue and yellow stick on the Russian border as a PR stunt. Take some guys into the woods and put a painted pole somewhere. Like, aha, Ukraine is entering Russia. That's how bad they're losing. It was north of Kharkiv. Turned out it wasn't in Russia. They had that territory all of half a day. It was meaningless. Like, it wasn't even a battlefront. It, just went out. it was a total stunt. And they keep doing this short-term gang hope stuff. Like, oh, look, we, uh, we took this thing. And we're going to have a huge, the most massive, biggest... Like Trump might say, truly believe me, the biggest on the best build or whatever. Attack, counterattack on Kyrgyzstan. And nothing happened. And then over in Donbass, they have supposed to have a counterattack. They cannot go on the offense. How many times did they attack Ism from the forest? It's like, oh yeah, on paper. Yeah, it's wooded. So that protects you from tanks. It protects you some, somewhat from drones, gives you some coverage. That would be the place for your infantry to go through. But they, they haven't won an inch. And they got waxed yes, but... in Papasnia, right? And then that's going to happen again. Russia's refitting, and they're like, they're in no hurry. Because they're like, the winter's coming when the ground is frozen and the tanks can come rumbling in. I can't wait for this goddamn ambulance to go by. Yes. Uh... Yeah, uh, unlike Game of Thrones, when the winter comes for Europe, it, it will, it will last. Yeah, we have a real winter coming. That changes the geography. It turns that mud into ice. Some of the things that prevented Russia from rolling in was the terrain, and it's the squeeze. I mean, they're down twenty percent electricity. They're low on fuel. They're low on food, and their supply depots have been getting murked. Putin even struck western Ukraine near the Polish border to say, I can touch you anywhere I want. Right? Some of the early endeavors would go in, take Chernobyl, because that would be a world disaster. And they were hitting airfields and supply and fuel, fuel and uh, ammo supplies all over Ukraine. And then they slinked back to Donbass. So it was like, it wasn't a feint. And they made some mistakes with their BTG tactics and stuff. But they did the damage. They did take out the majority of the airfields. And they hit their ammo and fuel, which left the guys in the front very, very desperate. And NATO starts pouring in weapons, but they pour it into the western Ukraine, and it has to trickle across the country to get the front line. And a lot of these things are just being sold on the black market or kept for themselves, and it's not reaching the front line, because that is how corrupt Ukraine is. Well, uh, let's uh, hash this out a little bit more. CBS made a documentary uh, about uh, the weapons being transported to Ukraine, and in the trailer for the documentary, 
which was slated to be released, uh, uh, a person with knowledge on the situation said that 30% of the weapons make it to the front line. And they talked about oligarchs, criminals, gangsters, and uh, just Mass general CBS. corruption. So less than 30. Well, no, no, no. Well, let me expound on And what happens after the trailer is released? There is outrage, and C- CBS does not release the, uh, the documentary and instead apologizes and says that they will uh, recut the documentary. They will chop it up to look it so that it's better. Like people... Like people get angry when you burst their bubble. They like the uh, illusion. They like to live in a lie. And and when yeah. you and when you burst that bubble, then you're the enemy. Yeah, that's uh, what Mark Twain used to talk about a lot, right? No one wants the guy that pops the illusion. They don't get mad at the people who lied to them. They get mad at the person that told them the truth and popped the bubble of the lies. That's why did you break my illusion? Right. That's why they banished Aristotle and murdered Socrates. And they went against the state gods and propaganda. You got to get rid of them. That's OG censorship there. <laughs> Socrates. <laughs> You're asking too many yeah, questions. I, I, I've man. been to his prison. Uh, I saw his prison. Oh, cool. It did not look, it did not look great. Uh, it looked like a horrible place to be in the Greek heat. Oh, it's not the paintings where they're just eating grapes and wine and philosophizing to yeah no no he that was a bad lock. prison like i i i think they just made it for by him the way too. hemlock is natural it'll kill you though all those people like pots natural it can't be bad it comes from the ground okay so does poison ivy and oak and hemlock and a lot of other things that'll destroy you Something isn't good just because it's natural. Uh, Okay. But yeah, it was that's the OG censorship there. And they got mad at CBS and CBS complied. Instead of going, no, we're a major news organization and we spent X amount of money gathering this information. People need to know it because maybe you could correct it. Maybe you could clamp down on the corruption and get the guns where they're supposed to go. No, no, no. I don't think they care if Russia takes Ukraine or not. It's just a a theater by which they can justify selling arms and then building new arms to replace the arms they sold. They know Ukraine's not going to win. Even if they did get all the weapons on the front line, they'd still lose. So it's just a money-making opportunity for MICs. No one cares about them. Zelensky sure as hell doesn't. He's not suing for peace. He'll let every town get annexed. You know, they had an opportunity after Donbass. They're like, back up you know, behind this line so you can't reach us with your artillery. No. Okay. And we're going to push the line all the way to there. Idiots. Oh. But what does he lose? This, this uh, somehow also ties in with the COVID people. Uh, they also get angry when you burst their bubble. Uh, oh, 
Oh yeah. When you try to say like, hey, a virus that kills uh, an average, on average kills people older than the life expectancy of a country isn't really that dangerous. They're like, no, you got you got a mask, you got a vax. But Ukraine is losing. For sure. So, I mean, this just shows you how people can be steered, how the narrative is controlled because of censorship. I mean, look at the list they put out. Tulsi Gabbard, Scott Ritter, I think Ray McGovern, you know, most of <laughs> most of the people we interview and in, in videos we share, who as like, oh, they're they're information terrorists. That's a Chuck Schumer thing. Uh, and Russian propagandists. Of course, with Tulsi, they tried to say the same thing about Syria, just because she talked to Assad, which is what our uh, what our leadership needs to be doing. They don't care about John McCain, who talked to Al Qaeda. You know, no, that's all right. He's glorified. Yeah, that fat, a little bastard. <clears throat> I bet Tulsi could take him in a one-on-one fight too, even in his prime. I think she takes him down. She's pretty athletic. But they made this list, and then you look at what happened to Dugan's daughter and stuff, and you wonder, is someone crazy enough to try to kill Ray McGovern or anybody else on that list? You know, what? I wasn't on that list, was I? I don't think so. Uh, kind of mad that it wasn't, but someone might, you know, they'd be like, hey, they're information terrorists, terrorists. And w- what is this? These are regular Americans for the most part. Just tell it like it is on Ukraine. And some of them have been saying it, you know, since the coup. And Ukraine gets to put out a list, like a hit list, basically. These are Russian propagandists. Da 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 da. And they're going to lose job opportunities. Well, it's going to hurt them financially. And yet, and they're not Russian propagandists. Like, like, am I a Russian propagandist because I say Russia's winning the war? I'm saying they're winning the war because they are winning the war. Well, I mean, well, in defense of Ukraine, they might just not like the music of Pink Floyd uh, because Roger Roger Waters, Waters is on the list. Well, they didn't like him anyway because of his stance on Palestine. Right, he does. He he's against murdering babies. By the way, we have a new onesie. Uh, if you have friends in the Middle East, you want to mail them this. It says "Don't bulldoze me," and it has a Palestinian flag. And that's how far in our own end zone we are. That we have to. It, it's controversial to say stop killing babies. That is the power of the press. I mean, everybody I know, everybody you know, everybody. That's not hyperbolic. Everybody is against murdering babies. We've never, I mean, that we've ever met. Like, we, that it's so rare. Who wants to kill a baby, right? And yet, they do it. And they make us pay for it. And no one says anything. Because they're waiting for the talking head on TV to say, the Israelis are killing babies, and you're paying for it. Only then would it register. What? We're killing babies. I don't want to kill babies. If someone else says it to them, they're like, ah. It's a weird thing. It's like they don't hear it or they don't believe it. Just like with COVID, you say, that's not true. It's not that deadly. That mask doesn't work. That vaccine won't, is not even a vaccine. And They have to have the CDC say it. And even then, some of them are like, no, 
we still got to wear the mask. I'm like, why? Well, that's just what we have to do. No, it isn't. I remember having arguments with my teachers in school about it, too. It would be some stupid rule. I'm like, if, I, if you think it's stupid and I think it's stupid, we both think this is a stupid thing. Who's making us do this? You are. Like, if you disagree with it, then don't do it. And it's this sort of lemming effect or a, like, what would the neighbors think mentality? Like, well, I don't think that, I don't actually believe in masks, but I'm going to wear one anyway because everyone else is wearing one. And I don't want them to judge me. Like, can't you reverse that too? So, well, they don't want to be judged by you too when you're not wearing it. It's like, no, that doesn't come into their head. It's just do monkey see, monkey do. Copy the majority. Uh, what's funny is you could have a whole room full of people wearing masks and not a single person there wants to, but they all think the other person wants them to, and yet they don't. But that's the lemming effect. It's, it's a false majority led by talking heads. The media says or puts all this attention on a very small group. People think that's what everyone thinks. And then it becomes what everybody does, even if no one thinks it. And they've done that with the, like, drag kids or whatever. They're not a bunch of drag kids everywhere. But everyone thinks there is. Because every single incident of it in the whole country, 300 million people, gets put on TV multiple times. And all over social media with a rule that you're not allowed to say anything against it. So now it's everywhere. But it isn't. Well, but it gives them what? more power than they really have. Like you could stand up to this, be like, "No, I don't do that." Like I'll have the whole nation against me. But you won't. Oh, that awful sound! There's like a. You hear that? Is it a cat? The cat getting raped. Okay. Uh. Well, uh, well, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that is uh, awful. You, <laughs> yes. Uh, did you see what happened in, uh, in, uh, Texas? Today? No. Was there another shooting or something? Uh, no. Uh, gun wielding Antifa members deter protesters outside uh, of Texas drag bunch that kids attended. Wow, we're so going to protect uh, exposing ourselves to children with guns. Yes, so the John Brown Gun Club uh, showed up. And, uh, uh, but, uh, Barrel Babies Drag Brunch is the event. I scared the cats. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, they are having these events, just like the one in Iowa. That who are the douchebags? I forget their name. Well, it says it's outside Roanoke, but is that in Texas? Yeah, there's Roanoke, a Roanoke Texas. Virginia, Roanoke, North Carolina, and a Roanoke, Texas. Ah, okay, yeah. Mm -hmm. It's weird because Roanoke, Virginia, is in the western part of Virginia, not West Virginia, just western. Virginia. Oh. And Roanoke, North Carolina is the island with the many other launches. No one calls it that. Everyone just calls it Mania. But on the map, that's what it's called.
birthplace of America debunked their significance? Well, uh, we actually, uh, we, uh, I showed you this article, and this might be, this might be uh, interesting content. Uh, well, now I can't find it again. How, yes. what? No, how no, degenerate does your event have to be that you have to have thugs with guns protecting it? Like, we want to show little kids, <laughs> drag queens, that, oops, my dick popped out. You know, that's what happened in Iowa. No charges ever brought or whatever. And it's because, no, no, what's no, that no, fucking no, group? No, what, what's no, that no, group that I hate? It's not the Proud Boys. It's the other one. Right. Uh, this uh, okay. First of all, uh, that did not happen in Iowa. That video was from another uh, event. Uh, but so the black guy with his cock coming out was that not yeah. from that one? Yeah. So people just claimed it was from that one. But uh, the Patriot there. Front was the group you were referring to. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because the retards went out there. It's like the only way you could get sympathy for drag queens is to have racists go out there. And like, oh well, if that's the opposition, I don't want to be a racist. And they just destroyed that. Like, don't you want some resistance? Like, yes, I do. But not from that, because it does the opposite. You know, I can't stand it when I see some fucking racist with a Confederate flag. I'm like, you just made us take 100 steps backwards. And maybe you love the Confederacy and all that, and cool, me too. But when you go out and do that, and you're also... You know, have swastikas and shit or something. You're not helping. You're making, you're like hijacking something that's important to a lot, millions of people for your fringe group and you're staining it. And the same thing, like, yeah, I'm glad you're against drag queens and stuff, but you also want, like, uh, to deport minorities from the country and white supremacy and stuff. That's so stupid and toxic. And anything you support, Everyone's going to hate because like it or not, like the worst thing in the world you could be in America today is racist, which I also think is stupid. I don't think racism is a big deal. Like they don't have any power. You can change someone's mind with one conversation. It's not a big deal. They, but in our, in our society, being racist is worse than being a rapist. Like if you rape somebody, you could be forgiven. Like Mike Tyson or something. You could be forgiven. You could work in Hollywood, you could work in Wall Street, rape, eh, whatever. But racism, you're done. That's it. You're not a person anymore. And I, I don't agree with that, but that is how it is. And so when Patriot Front or any of these racist organizations go out and do uh, anything, they just make it worse. The best thing in the world they could do is shut the fuck up and stay home. And they argue, they're like, but, but, well, I'm like, yeah. shut up. You're racist, and you're that's that's just you're toxic. That's it. You're done. Anything you do, and I get it. Like I don't want kids seeing guys nut sack in a fair uniform or whatever. But man, the the only way, the only thing there is that's worse than that is being racist. You're helping well, them. Well, you're making them look like victims of white supremacist violence or something, and they're not. Well, uh, the 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 problem with that strategy is that there is no turning back. So the only like uh, once you get doxxed well, or exposed, uh, like uh, either you go full tilt, like I'm on ra yeah. racism now, or or you well, that's just true. drop off. 
Right, because it's an unforgivable sin. It's like, let's say you you genuinely racist. That's what you thought. You looked around the world and you're like, yeah, well, I see lots of black crime rates, and you know, Europeans invented more stuff than everyone else in this certain time period or whatever. And you just think that must be biology, and you're racist, and that's what you think. Okay, and then you read some Thomas Sowell. You read, you look at it, and you go, you know what? This might be cultural. Uh, this could be a class thing. Oh, this could be this. This could be that. Maybe I'm not racist after all. Doesn't matter. You are not allowed to change your mind. Once you have that label, you might as well double down because there is no forgiveness. Same with like Holocaust revisionism or something. Like if you were ever in that circle for even one second, that will that label will follow you around for the rest of your life, and you are not allowed to change your opinion. And so the left are making it worse because you're making anyone that's ever racist ever racist forever because there's no return. Still, if you're racist or used to be racist, so you get labeled that and you have no other choice, the best thing you could do about drag queens is nothing. Because when racists oppose something, they get the opposite. The best thing you could do actually is support drag queens. Like, look, these racist organizations support drag queens. Then people would be against it. Because people hate racism. It's an easy fucking dog to kick because you're talking about like half of a half of a half percent of the country's racist. So you have a super majority against it that feels so good and big and powerful if they can say Nazis are bad because there are no Nazis practically. And it's a really easy stance to take. Now they won't do that when they're skinning the game. They're not going to say Zionists are bad because Zionists have a lot of power. And they can get you canceled and fired from your job. There's consequences for taking a position against Jewish supremacy. But there is no consequence for taking a stance against white supremacy. In fact, you get rewarded for it. So it's very easy to kick these people around. And I don't want to kick them around, but I do want them to stay home and not protest drag queen stuff because you're not helping anything. You're hurting. You're making it harder for the rest of us. Do you want to hear from the audience? Yeah, let's get Reiner Rutenberg. All right, you're on the air, and Cheesecake will take you afterwards. He's got to get his mic to work, though. Uh, okay. You're, Do you have to you, hit their hand? Speak now. You hit the big button in the middle. Okay. Oh, maybe not. I guess. Okay. <laughs> maybe um, there's a lag time. No. No. Hello. She's sick. Yeah, Hello, you're here. You? Somebody. Yep. Okay. Good. Thanks. I, I think I found the problem with my microphone. If my Telegram app is on, open, and I have my desktop Telegram on, one it like cancels each other out. You can't. I can't use the audio. Okay. So that's what maybe that's, other that's people have the same problem. Yeah. Yeah. So I think I think from now on, when I jump on the live stream, I have to either make sure my desktop is shut off or have my phone shut off. Either or, I can't have both on. But uh, well, how, uh, how's things in Yankee Land? Pretty. Uh, other than the weather, everything else is doing fine. The only thing that's good here is the weather around here. Uh, things are getting kind of kind of funny because. We're in an election cycle, too. Uh, 
everyone from out of states coming back to Pennsylvania because of all the colleges are coming back. Uh, mm-hmm. The uh, most of the school districts around here outside of uh, Greater Philadelphia are imposing their own mass mandate, not uh, not according to the CDC or with the state, the uh, Pennsylvania Department of Health and Services are recommending, but the school districts themselves are self-imposing. So I'm not sure uh, who, who what, what got in their brains, but uh, they're imposing. Well, they like took a it as a, uh, it's a symbol of being anti-Trump, which is yeah. weird because Trump was pro-vaccine. But in their head, they're like, anybody not wearing a mask is a Trump supporter, which is basically code for Nazi. <laughs> yeah. But but it's even – now, it's kind of funny, but they impose a 10-day mask mandate for going to, going to public schools. But even the, even the uh, Pennsylvania Health, Health, Health Services said, well, no, you're going too far. We're, we're now aligning with the CDC, which is saying they're not recommending, but they're – on uh, six ABC, they're interviewing some of the kids and parents, and no lie, I got, I got, the, I'm not sure if these guys are actors or they just found someone to tow the tow the company line. But there was a parent uh, that flat out said that the mask is like a security blanket to the children, so they feel safe with the mask, even though it may not work. I said, what? So this is this is yeah. hardcore conditioning. Yeah, you can't play sports. And you can't see each other smile, and you have to talk through a cloth. But yeah, it's a security blanket from what? From what you forced him to panic about? Yeah, huh. yeah, exactly. This is this is a, a, a abuse. This is like abusing someone, then giving them something that that was abusing them, giving them that's like their their medication, a drug. You're giving you're giving a an alcoholic. Uh, instead of giving them uh, liquor, you give them booze, like giving them uh, beer. So it's like not the same. Why not just uh, wear a helmet? Because that'll protect you from getting hit in the head. And it really will. And, you know, steel yeah, helmet, uh, even better. You know, like, it, you know, something might fall off a tree and hit you in the head. So got to wear a helmet every day. Might as well get that whole body suit of armor, too, because, you know, you're definitely more protected in the suit of armor than not. Yeah. It's going to be hot and uncomfortable and totally unnecessary and heavy, but hey, you'll be, you definitely will. Hey, there's a school shooter. You got a whole set of body armor on. You'll be all right. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> uh, and, and another thing is that uh, since all the big time universities, all the people from out of state are coming back, uh, I, I anticipate a large uptick in, in, News reports of people getting robbed outside of out of, out of college campuses. So I'm going to start expecting to see those news stories come up to another big uptick. When you say out of state, do you mean like New Yorkers? Uh, I mean, yeah, basically around around the greater Northeast. Yeah. Yeah. There, I remember. What do you have? Like six shootings outside of Pennsylvania University. Uh, and yeah, it's like, um, well, it's some guy who'd already been caught twice and released twice. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, there, there was a guy who was a, a, a serial uh, mugger, and he was mugging people outside a, a, uni- uh, a university city, which is the little the little borough that covers University of Pennsylvania. 
they're, they're going they're going through it's kind of funny but west philadelphia is going through a gent it's the, still going through a gentrification phase where they're dumping all the uh section eight apartment buildings out and trying to bring in all the uh big buck condos but they're getting rid of the people in the buildings but the homeless people and people who still depend on those uh social services they kind of just well let's say you you take a person who used to live in a, a section eight apartment building they sell the building but the person who lives at that section eight apartment well now he's going to be in a tent in front of the building that's going to be the new condo that's like that's like the trade-off now it's like the the people start not moving well the people in section eight can never afford to be there anyway they're just put there right yeah yeah but yeah basically yeah but the, then but the, city, the, the landlord's like, I'm selling the building. Pretty much, <laughs> yeah. They sell, they, 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 they sell. What they do is they know. I think they notify the state of Pennsylvania and say, uh, uh, they're selling it. But then the, uh, they have to give time notice to the to the uh, state for for Section Eight to give them approval. Once that's dead and done, it's like, okay, it's, this building's being sold. Uh, they they got it down to a science now. Uh, a couple of years ago, uh, when the homeless encampments were really were a lot bigger problem, pretty much all around Fairmont Fairmount Park, there was nothing but homeless encampments. I mean, uh, all the way from Center City, Philadelphia, going all the way up to the to the uh, art museum. That's like tourist hub of Philadelphia. That's where everyone from out of town likes to do the the Rocky Run and tries to run up the. Uh, uh, Philadelphia Art Museum steps and pretend like they're Rocky. Well, right. for a couple of years, they had huge, up up on that little Fairmount Parkway where those little islands are with little grass and everything, you had straight up people uh, in tents and shitting in drywall buckets. Imagine imagine being someone from out of town or someone from Japan going to see the city of Philadelphia and see some homeless guy uh, taking a shit in a drywall bucket in, uh, right by his tent. Well, they, uh, well, There's the, actually well, a, a Japanese phrase called the translates to the Paris syndrome yeah. because in their head and textbooks and stuff, Paris is this romantic city and they imagine Parisian, I don't know, striped shirt lines and whatever, <laughs> you know, somebody on their bicycle with their baguettes and like this lovely city of romance and rose colored lights and all that. And then they go to Paris and it's just... <laughs> You know, Dindu Central. Yeah. And they, they, they feel like mortified. They spent all this money. Maybe they even studied French or whatever. And they go and it is nothing like it used to be, right? That's now applied to every, like everywhere. You go to, you go to Hawaii, right? It used to be Hawaii, man. That was like the vacation spot for the world, like Hawaiian paradise, right? You go to Waikiki and I was just there. Two days ago, that a six-hour layover in Hawaii. It's homeless and drunks and drug addicts, as far as the eye can see. It's like four times worse than it was before Corona. And it's like, wow! Imagine being one of these resort hotels. The however much they paid in property to be right there on the beach at Waikiki, and. People don't even want to stay at your hotel anymore because they get they go out and they go to the go to the beach and it's just you can smell shit like the body odor from the homeless people in the heat is so filthy that you have to go to a different beach even though you paid 
have a view and be able to walk to it. Now you got to go to another one because they have taken over that section from the zoo all the way down to like the Duke statue. It's nothing but uh, hobos. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I know, I know. And, and people are like, I'll never come to Hawaii again. And I know a lot of people in Japan, they're like, they used to go to Hawaii every year. And they're like, Hawaii has fallen. And now they go to Okinawa. <laughs> it's much, much closer. It's practically the same thing. But they wanted the American experience. You know, they wanted English and different food and all that. You'd have to go to Hawaii. They're like, nah, it ain't worth it. And why not? Because fucking homeless people. Yeah, it is. A, they, uh, especially... Yeah, especially uh, around here, uh, uh, if you go to some, now it's kind of funny, but you could tell inside outside the suburbs of Philadelphia, you could tell who who which townships are still Republican run or at least have somewhat sane people running it, and who has the who has the progressive or the shit lib uh, the township uh, boards because j- simply just by going to a township and seeing if it if that township smells of human urine or not. Like you know, yeah. okay, I know, I know exactly who runs this place. If you smell human piss, yep. And it's, uh, I would think the police and fire department should just go out there with the hoses, make them do backflips. Because well, that's well, someone's not homeless because they couldn't find a job for two months and they just ended up on the street. That's not what happened. We already have welfare and stuff to keep you uh, like with the minimal. These people are drug addicts. So even though they yeah. collect a welfare check, they they spend it immediately on drugs and alcohol, so much so they can't pay rent, even that's subsidized too. So they're true, I mean, they're drug addicts. Yeah. And they ought to be put in like, uh, not a halfway house, what do you call it? Um, rehab. Well, they ha- yeah, rehab. That's where they ought to live. Just put them in a room where they physically cannot have access to drugs and like, Detox, bitch. Pat it up, whatever. Just lock it. Lock them in there. I am for, I'm draconian about this stuff. Like, oh, you're a head addict? No problem. Here's your padded room. Here's your, you know, paper cup of water or whatever. Uh, you're going to sit here for the next seven days until all that junk's out of your system. Go ahead and have your withdrawals. We'll play some music for you. <laughs> like, I don't know. Maybe give him a, a futon to lay on, and uh, uh, I guess you could turn the lights off at night. I don't know. Yeah. But let, you know, look, you're a fuck up, and this is for your own good, or you're gonna poison yourself to death. This is tough love. Yeah. Other thing I'm talking about is like a campaign for free deodorant. Like, okay, kid, is it like when people smell that bad? Can we just go up and spray them with deodorant? Right. At least you know. Because that's invading other people's space, right? I think we should be able to, like, get the cheapest type of cologne or whatever, like, in a water balloon and just hit homeless people with it. Just, like, at least you won't smell like shit. Cover that up. Bang. Yeah, I I kind of... I think we can make a sport. Like, you could have a reality TV show and go out there with the fire hoses and, like, see how far you can knock somebody in one blast. You know, it just be like it'd be like a, you know, put out some chalk like, a, you know, measuring how many meters, and just launch people. See how many backflips they can do, if you hit them with a fire hose. Because then you'd get rid of the smell, and you'd physically push them off the property at the same time, 
and you can sell tickets, pay-per-view. You know, we're going to go fire hose the hobo drug addicts. It's hilarious. Yeah. And they can get paid. Like, look, uh, you know, you got this many clicks to see your ass go flying backward and smack against the wall and whatever. Here's $5. And then have it in pennies and, like, throw it all over the ground so they have to pick it up. Yeah. Like, I fucking no sympathy for these shitheads. I'm like, you're a fucking adult. You're not handicapped or something. I understand if you have a real problem. But if when I see someone that's got two working legs, you know, knows the language, nothing wrong with their arms or whatever, like you can't pick up guard, you can't do anything, bullshit. You're just a fucking lazy bum and you need a fire hose. Yeah, I kinda uh when when I when I when I walk when I kinda deal with some people, I kinda like I get the rationalization. I, now I know why pe- penal colonies were a thing 200 years ago. There's some people like, yo, dude, you're a bomb. Get out of here. Yeah. Get out of Waikiki. I mean, like, it's one thing to be under an underpass in Philadelphia. It's another thing to go take over a resort area. Yeah. Like, that is not fair to people who paid, you know, they waited all year to, to go somewhere and you just ruined it. Oh, uh, you just ruined a beautiful area in the world. Like you don't get to be there. Go live okay, under a bridge in New York or something. <laughs> see, see, see. I never understood. Like, I, I, like, for anybody who doesn't notice, but uh, uh, Philadelphia. I mean, there was a TV show. Called you could Clark cover them in gasoline. Then the next time they light a crack pipe or a cigarette, they'll just engulf themselves in flames. <laughs> that's a little. Yeah, that's a little. <laughs> no. That's not good because they could set something else on fire of value. <clears throat> I, I never like, like I never understood like some of the big major cities that have these problems now. Like I don't understand why they couldn't have the money to just set up like a public bathroom somewhere. They'd ruin uh, it because they do have that, was, and they go in there yeah. and they they'll go into Starbucks and take a shower in the fucking sink, you know. And I'm like, those are the good ones. At least they're trying to bathe. But if you're in Hawaii, the ocean's right there. It's free. You get down to your underwear if you have some and go in the ocean and wash off all the stink and grime and stuff. You can put your same clothes back on. That's fine. You can air dry them, whatever. But there's no excuse to smell like shit when you're on the coast. There's showers, those showers where you wash your feet off and stuff. You can at least, you don't have soap and stuff, but you could get in there and, you know, Get get the big grime off. Get your hair wet, you know. It, all you got to do to dry off is go lay down somewhere. Look like you're getting a tan, whatever. It's just beyond me, man. Yeah. They don't give a fuck. They relish in it. They're little dumpster people. Eating garbage and stuff. I'm like, how See, good I- are those drugs? Like, look at your life. And you want to do fentanyl again. I don't know, man. There's some people. There's some gene pool that just shouldn't continue. Like, uh, like I won't mind. Like, if someone said, like, listen, uh, you're gonna, you're not gonna have a job, but you're gonna live in a tropical island somewhere, and like, yeah, I could definitely, like, uh, like, uh, I, I'm gonna order your brother's book on a uh, pirates, and I'm like, some of the guys who live down at NASA, they basically retire and they live in a shack by the beach. I said, yeah, you, you there's nothing wrong with like living. 
in a shack by the beach. But it's there's nothing wrong with living off the land or any of that. But yeah. you have to fucking bathe. Yeah, have to. And you can't be shooting up on drugs every day. These yeah. people—they're not just minding their own business. They like yell at people and cuss and. Nah, you know, it's scary. Like there's women and kids that will not, you know, walk out at night alone because some fucking hobo could rape them or whatever. <clears throat> you know, they're not—they're not safe. Yeah. yeah I walked. And the, and the, the last time I was actually in Hawaii was like five years ago or something, and I walked from the Walmart all the way down to like the Queen. Uh, what was it? Kapalua or whatever hotel, and uh. I counted 27 homeless people that tried to interact with me. They either asked me for money or threatened me or whatever. I had one follow me for about five blocks, uh, quoting the Bible and cussing at me and threatened to kill me at the top of his lungs. And I'm just, but he's still like a block behind me the whole time, screaming. I'm like, well, if you get up here, I'm going to spin around and knock you out. But I was like, yeah, there's just no one did anything either. It's, I'll fucking kill you. And I'm like, okay. And why? Just because I was there <laughs> alone at night. That's it. There's no other reason. Useless people. Yeah. Well, well I got to go. My phone's about to die. And I used to be one of these suckers that would always give them money. And all, I just thought they needed help, give them food. I had so much sympathy. I don't anymore. I thought it's just because they couldn't afford a house. I didn't understand. Like, no, this is just a bunch of drug addicts. Sadly, yes. that's what it is. Yep. Oh, and they no. don't do anything about the drugs. You could end drugs. Japan pretty much has. Yeah, but that would uh, that would tie up a major re uh, uh, income stream for the CIA. Uh, yeah, that is pretending to fight drugs is a major source of revenue. It also <laughs> gives you an excuse to go into Colombia and just like burn down yep. farmers' fields whenever you feel like it. Fumigation is a good chapter on that in the book called White Peace. And yeah, it's always like under the pretext of the war on drugs. It's just a war on Colombians. Well, Colombia well, really. uh, just elected someone you might not like, uh, a uh, leftist. I don't know how you feel about that. Former uh, guerrilla fighter. Uh, Latin American uh, always elects leftists, and that's why they're always poor. Uh I mean, the entirety of Latin America is left-wing, except for Brazil right now. But, like, the rest, they're all leftist, and they're all poor as fuck. I guess Mexico's not that poor, but areas of it are. Well, I'm, I'm really trying poor. to make another point here. Uh, it's like, tradi traditionally, Colombia has been the country that has uh, been mostly, most uh, recently, most tied to the United States in terms of cooperation. And by yeah, uh, getting what Colombia is, uh, you got to compare Colombia to Colombia. Look how bad it used to be. 
Oh, oh yes, like uh, uh, having a extremely right wing government that just kills. Uh, oh, on the topic of homeless people, that just like pours gasoline down in the sewers and it sets it on fire because they hate the homeless. Uh, that will clean up the streets. Yeah. But I mean, I mean, you can't just murder people. Like I'm just being funny. Like you can't yes, actually well, uh, pour actually gas down the. Yeah, I mean that's that's nuts. <laughs> but I guess it gets to a point where it's so many that you're just like, all right, fuck it. I mean, I am for fire hoses. I <laughs> guess I don't think you can really put that on TV and make it a game. But um, yeah, why not just push them out with a hose? People would clap, man. The fire department would be the most popular thing in the world <laughs> if they just went out there. I was like, get off the beach. Push. That's bad connotations because they use them in the civil rights period and stuff. I'm like, this is different. This is completely different. Also, when I was in Hawaii, this has all happened in like one hour. I saw a building. It was near the Teddy Burger place that had... A Ukrainian flag, a rainbow flag, and not the Hawaiian state flag, like a, a, just a rainbow flag and an American flag. I go, that sums it up. But nothing quite summed it up better than that clip of Boris Johnson scratching his ass and then shaking Zelensky's hand. <laughs> Righto, righto. Uh, do you want to hear from uh, Reb Irish? Oh, yeah. Please have uh, good news from Ireland. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's the same shit, different day. <laughs> but uh, I, at lunchtime today, Varg, you are saying you're in the same predicament as myself. We can't go into the States because we are uh, pure blood. Right. But um, as far as you know, check it out. I think you can enter the States on business, even if you're not vaccinated. So what you could oh, do is you could say... Good. You could you could set up your own company and say you work for Ryan, and you're a director and you're going for a business meeting or something like that. Well, I have my own company, but how does that get me into Ireland? I'd have to have somebody hire. Oh, me. No, no, he's giving me advice. Uh, oh, you? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, well, uh, well, that's you not good. Already, you just can't go to Japan. Roy, Ireland, Ireland has a an open door policy. In fact, there is no fucking door on the border. They dropped all, right, all the well, coal. I'm going back to Google then. Yeah, they dropped. <laughs> they dropped all the the COVID regulations a week after signing into law, being able to take you out of your home and put you in a camp for twenty days isolation. Wow! And then, as soon as that week was up, all of a sudden we got flooded with fucking Ukrainians, and they're not vaccinated. So COVID disappeared within a week. There you go. How are the Ukrainians? Is it mostly uh, just the women, like they said? Or is it no. just the opposite? Yeah, exactly. No, officially, there is 50,000 in Ireland, and 10,000 10, of that are men. That should be at home fighting in this fake war. Are, are they black? <laughs> no. There, there, is a, there, is Ukra there is Ukrainian passport holders here, all right? There's yeah. a, a civic joint. A civic journalist here called Philip O'Dwyer, and he went out to the airport about two months ago when they were all coming in, and he interviewed three Indians from the Kashmir 
with Ukrainian refugee status. Oh, because why don't you go home and fight for Ukraine? He said they were from the Ukraine. He goes, why don't you go home and fight for the Ukraine? He goes, oh no, I am sixty years of age. I have bad heart. <laughs> and then the cops came over and threatened them to move on, or they'll be arrested. Something happened there with the video, whatever. So nothing on Rumble. Checking Ukraine. We have Hexatony. Hexican Tony says, uh, wait, I missed one. Let me go up. It's still Hexican Tony. He says, dead Lincoln is the best Lincoln. I definitely agree with that. Uh, that may have been from last stream. In the Department of <laughs> Peducation. Yeah. That's from, uh, Dr. Eek. Yeah, pedocation. I mean, well, you can't call them pedophiles anymore. You got to call them minor attracted people. I'm not doing that. Wouldn't that be people attracted to minors anyway? They're not minors themselves. Dr. Eek for a dollar says uh, they give zoning variances. They label it market value, but it's still a Section 8 market and eligible for Section 8 if they can't rent it. Yeah, it's gaming the system. Gaming the system. SD Surfer says, How to express my deep content for Israel's genocide against Palestinians to my Jewish brother-in-law without burning fam any family bridges. He married my sister and he's one of the nicest guys I've ever met. I can't uh, believe him to be a Zionist or racist against anyone for that matter. Well, you do know what his opinion on Israel and Palestine even is? Because uh, maybe he already agrees. <clears throat> I would advise you to not do that online because that doesn't ever work. You can have a phone or something with you to show pictures of mutilated Palestinians and all that if you want to show things, but you're going to have to talk to somebody in person to say very clearly that a state is not an ethnic group and that, uh, you know, whatever your thing is, you don't like your tax dollars going to pay for ethnic cleansing. I mean, the fact that there are settlements in the West Bank, it's impossible to square that. How can you have 
a city or town that is exclusive to one ethnic group and no one else like as a law only jews can live in settlements right and it's squatting on land that was taken it was private property that a state came and took away and gave to someone else i mean it's racial colonization and you know make a hypothetical like take the jew muslim palestinian all that out of it uh you know talk about act like you're talking about what uh colonists did to native americans and then in the middle go, oh no, I'm actually talking about Palestine and Israel. Right? Get them to agree, agree, agree when religion's not in the way, and then suddenly they go, Yeah, I'm not talking about I'm talking about this. That's one tactic. Um, I don't know, it's hard. It says again for Dead Lincoln, uh, where can I find detailed statistics on the number of Palestinians killed since nineteen forty seven? You can go to If Americans Knew. It's Allison Weir's site. She's got some nice graphs and everything else. Pretty accurate right there. If Americans knew. Is that a dot com? Let me check real fast. I think it is. It's dot org. If Americans knew dot org. There's all your stats that you need. Hex Tony with a dead link. It says, I wonder what Ryan meant when he said about... EMJ, who is that? E. Michael Jones. I've talked to him twice, but that was before he went hard on that. Hard on what? So I had E. Michael Jones on my show a couple times. I had him for his book, uh, The Revolutionary Spirit, and then I had him on for something else, probably another book he had on Logos or something. But he hadn't. When I was talking to him, was before he went real nuts on the JQ. And I, I'm just thinking, man, I don't know. Like saying, for example, he suddenly started to say uh, abortion was part of Judaism. Abortion didn't even exist back then when they made the laws. Like that wasn't even an option. And generally, religious Christians, Jews and Muslims oppose abortion. They don't promote it. He doesn't care. Like anything bad, he blames on them. Hex can say, showing everyone they can ask questions for a dollar. Ryan, how are you doing today? Yes, you can ask questions for a dollar. Um, comment channel just says, you. All right. <laughs> it's like a Ric Flair woo, maybe. And now I'll look on entropy. Ernie Truth. He's Sashi Booty. Uh, sends a dead Hamilton and says, Ryan, my guy, finally catching a stream. Got Odyssey notifications to work. Do you know what the deal is with BNT getting hacked? So he's asking about brand new tube. Well, I got a letter from them. First, I got a message from Sarah Westhall on Skype about it. You know, they were taken down. I think it was enemies of like Sonia Pollock or whatever. You know, these pro Rona people hacked BNT took the site down and probably grabbed all the passwords because they're like, make sure you change your password. I think that's going to make a lot of people just sleep. Now, I have over 10,000 followers on BNT. I gained them, you know, within weeks because that's back when I had a YouTube, back when I had an on-ramp. And I pretty much have abandoned it because I have to manually get hold of a guy every time I upload a video to say yes and approve it. And then to, it's not automated. And I just thought, 
I put videos on the internet every day. I'm not going to put anything crazy. Just make it automatic. And they didn't. So I walked. So that's that. Um, how do you like the calendar commercial? It's pretty fun. Got to work on that later this week. After 9-11, I'll start working hard on the calendar. It's uh, difficult, you know. Got to get a bunch of different outfits and stuff and they do their own makeup but you know I, I really want to push A and C gear uh, so you might be a little less it might not be as based as last year when they were wearing like bubbles and jewelry uh, they have a bit more on but um, I don't know we'll see Pug wants to do a, a male version for the ladies I just don't think there's a big demand for that but uh, we could do it. I don't know. I don't know if I'm, I have some girls already and some nice pictures, but I'm kind of thinking of just doing like base historical people. But then the mob might come after me and I won't piss the feminists off enough. So yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, it's got to be ladies most likely. But I'm not completely sold on that idea. Now, as for what Rev Irish was saying about going to Google and all that in Ireland, going to Ireland and screening a film, like we could do New Mac in Dublin or something. I just talked to Sean Atwood, and they're like, "Yes, stop in London. We'll do a, we'll film you professionally." I thought, hell yeah. If I'm going all the way over to Europe, I might as well stop in West Pakistan. North Pakistan, whatever London's called now. See Sean, maybe see, see uh, Gillette Osman do a screening there, somewhere in London, or around it. And then go to Dublin and do it again. Why not? Um, but that's way down the road. So, tomorrow we have uh, the first of three films dropping. So, that it'll be the first of September. And then I did a Fitzgerald interview yesterday. I got to edit that up. Uh, make sure we didn't repeat stuff we said in the first one because the first one was, you know, two months ago or something. So I don't want to go over the same things, bashing the kook movement and all. We did the Hamburg cell. We talked about Khalid Sheikh Mohammed. We got up to, uh, well, we went back and talked about uh, the World Trade Center attack of 1993. We talked about the attacks in 96, uh, and I think we could, I don't remember if we talked about Mumbai or not, but anyway, a lot of new stuff from the 9-11 series, so that'll be out for A&C members and Substack members pretty soon, and eventually everyone else. Um, hope you're enjoying those. We, I hope to do a lot more. It's a long topic. There's a lot of details, a lot of stuff to go through. I saw that Destiny... We'll take on all challengers and debate anyone except for me. I'm like, okay, so the point of your debates is to try to win, not actually figure out what's right and give accurate information. You know, typical liberal. Uh, called it. Told you. The only one of them that will possibly talk in a discussion or debate with me is Sneeko. Nick's not going to do that again. And uh, Destiny sure as fuck not going to do that again. But at least Nick told the truth about me. He's like, well, I mean, he was wrong. Call me a liberal. That's stupid. 
but being dumb is different than being a liar. Uh, Destiny's being a liar. He doesn't know a shit about me, and he's nonchalantly throwing out labels like, oh, you're some Jew-hating fanatic or whatever. It's like, okay, we've been talking to Vosh. Fucking disingenuous pricks. All right. Uh, I got some more shekels, they said. Bam, five from comment channel from pug do you still have that picture of the black girl on the atv with the confederate flag i need it i think she was indonesian uh brown maybe she's black i don't know um i know the picture you're talking about i don't have that i don't save pictures so it should be on telegram way way back there maybe pug has it p1 dizzy with 49.99 Almost a dead Ulysses Grant says, hit that fire button, shekel $1 questions, show your support for Ryan's time and work. Boom. Thank you, P1 Dizzy. That really makes the day. And there was a 25er I saw because I was watching this on my phone um, before I jumped on the computer. Let me see if I can. I know I saw it. Oh, that was okay. I did read that. All right, then. Um, Substack just dropped another chapter of the separation of business and state. Oh, no, it didn't. It's the first here. Well, in a few hours or whatever, when midnight crawls across and it's the first of the month, you'll get a new chapter of that. So enjoy. Peace.